Hey guys, this is JPO. Welcome to today's episode of In the Spray Room, the podcast of Soul Magazine, New York City's street art insiders, bringing you daily online content, exclusive interviews, studio visits, and spotlights on your favorite artists getting up today. In the Spray Room, we'll be bringing out the lighter side of these artists, getting to know them in a less structured environment, and talking about a wide range of topics with myself, JPO, Brooklyn's own Big Ronnie. Who? And, of course, Bite Girl. Hello. Hey, guys. How's it going? All good, brother. What's cooking? Nothing much, man. Just uh, hanging out, you know. Uh, what do you guys got for me for news? Well, we are currently promoting the 3-2 extravaganza, as you know. Uh, it's going to be a heck of a day for street art in New York City. Uh, we're going to start in the morning with a Free Art Friday uh, art walk around, you know, reverse sca scavenger hunt like we do. Uh, I did eight of them last year. We had a lot of fun. A lot of artists came out. Lots of donations. We were able to get a lot of posts up, meet some new friends. Uh, a lot of fans got some free art. Real nice stuff we're, we're going to do. And then we're going to coincide uh, with uh, Sold's first fundraiser street art tour hosted by Bike Girl. Uh, we'll uh, have her turn to uh, talk about that in a second. And what's nice about that is we're going to try to get some artists involved, have people come out and, uh, you know, have the tour participants meet the artists and, you know, really get to know the people that they see every day walking around. And then that night we're going to have our second curated show at Butcher Bar that Dirk Cobain and I are putting on. We've got a nice roster. It is a, uh, a, a show in honor of Women's History Month. So we have Jenna Morello, Danielle Mastrion, Emmy, Hiss, James Wilde and My Life in, in Yellow on the roster. Uh, Butcher Bar has been really good to us. They're a sponsor, so uh, thank you very much to the team over there, and uh, we look forward to seeing them on 3-2. But, uh, Audrey, why don't we get into the tour? Tell us uh, some yummy stuff about it. Well, it's special because it's our kickoff inaugural tour. We're going to do one every month on Free Art Friday. Each month we'll be in a different neighborhood in New York City. We're starting, of course, in the Lower East Side. We will be... Checking out a lot of the history of street art, along with seeing people that are working today and a lot of surprises along the way. Now, one of the things cool, JPO, as you know, we're going to be giving our tour participants a sold gift bag. Ooh. And, and the, the decision's been made uh, since our last podcast is to populate the tour bag as we go. I dig that. Little it's, it's like street art Halloween. Exactly. Almost. Trick or treat. Gifts and <laughs> gifts and gifts. So lots of fun stuff for the uh, the ticket holders that day. This is a ticketed event. Only tickets 15 are, spots, I heard. Yeah, but it's not that many because we're selling tickets already. So uh, hop on uh, the sold uh, feeds. Take a look at our Eventbrite. Buy a ticket. Come on out. Support us. And uh, see you then. That's it. All right. So let um, now that we're done with the news, let me introduce our special guest for the day, uh, an all-star uh, wheat paster, little, what else can I call you? Like a subway stalker <laughs> of the arts, Jilly Ballistic. <laughs> if we had, yeah. <laughs> What's going on, Jilly? Uh, nothing much, man. Uh, I'm going to provide some slaps for the uh, for that goodie bag that you were just talking about. Oh, that's about. wonderful. So, Thank you very yeah. much. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. Great to be here. Thanks right. for having also, me. Also, I'll give you the route if you want to put something up along the way. I, I may do that. Ooh. Who knows? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so, I haven't seen you in like, I don't know, two years or something. Something. Yeah, but we look great. 
Yes, we do look great. <laughs> <laughs> Our hair is on point. Yes, always. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what have you been up to? Like, two years has been a long time. I yeah. know I, I follow you, obviously, on all social media. We all do. Yeah, uh, we, man, thank we you. We know that you're staying busy in, in the subways and always. doing everything else that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, tell me a little bit about that. Uh, man. Yeah, I think last time we saw each other in person was two years, our last collaboration. Um, and since then, a lot has changed, I guess, politically. So, my art's been kind of just keeping up with that. Yep. Um, you what know, do you mean? <laughs> oh, uh, just the slight changes. Yeah, I mean the bread and butter stuff, the World War One to current day yeah. chemical warfare stuff is still going strong in the subway. Um, and I've added some contemporary stuff along with you know what's been going on politically, right? Uh, with this administration, so just trying to keep it, just keeping every, it one hundred, yeah, keeping it keep relevant. it going. Yeah, that's exactly. excellent. Your stuff scares me when I see it in the subway. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard that before? Uh, yeah, it's um, it makes people uncomfortable, which Absolutely. is good. I'm not, uh, I don't want to think about wearing a gas mask while I'm riding the D train onto the city. <laughs> sure. That's not what I'm thinking about. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 supposed to do a variety of things, and one of the things is to make you um, a little bit uncomfortable, make you think about um, your place in the world and what's going on. Uh, and bring you a little closer to um, situations that you might not uh, want to be in. Um, but uh, I try to do it with a really a nice aesthetic, a sense of humor. Um, but also, um, there's a there's a kind of a balance that I want to meet when I put my work up, which is uh, um, something that makes you uncomfortable, but also like it's it's meant to be in that space as well. You know, that's what I strive for. I yeah, guess. your pieces really like take a a home to where they yeah. where you put them up. You really think about it. That, that's what I love, and I think a lot of people love about your work is that like you plan your pieces out so well. Like you, like, that's why I called you subway stalker because you're like stalking through the subways and figuring out where you want to put your next piece, and no one else knows what you're thinking about. Oh, yeah. I just assumed so she cool. was stalking people underground. No, <laughs> <laughs> just really creepy, just yeah. getting all up in there. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, I guess, like when you you know when you do street art or any any type of graffiti, you're always just like on a constant lookout. It's just this right. wonderful, beautiful addiction. Um, you're just looking for. Um, I mean, what I'm looking for is just like this wonderful space to work with. And when I find either an ad or, um, either uh, some sort of architecture or some sort of like this wonderful. Uh, urban decay that, and I, I just kind of make a mental note of it, and I'm like, okay, I know what subway stop I'm on, I know what train I'm on, is downtown, uptown, and I kind of do a little bookmark in my in my head, and I kind of just do you have general neighborhoods or areas that you work in more than others, or is it just wherever you might happen to find the right spot? I, I, it's it's this wonderful like I just go about my day. Like right. either I'm going to work or I'm going, you know, just to hang out with some friends up to anywhere, and it's just like this. So you're not you're not scouting on purpose. You're just scouting on your commute. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm. Well, it's spontaneity. Yeah. Exactly. L- let's yeah. backtrack for a second, though, um, sure. because probably some of our listeners don't uh, know the backstory of why you got started or when you got started. So give us a, like a brief little history. Sure. I guess on, on yeah. you, Jilly. Sure. Um, yeah, hi, I'm Jilly Ballistic. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> um, 
So I started in the subway maybe about five or six years ago, um, putting up historical images in uh, public spaces. Um, uh, so my what I call my bread and butter project is documenting um, chemical warfare from the beginning of the 20th century and its evolution to modern day. Um, and um, things, you know, other projects come up on the side, you know, working with like other artists and right. like uh, Al Diaz or working with you, JPO. Um, but uh, Which I miss and we have to do it again That'd sometime. That would be great. Yeah, of course. <sighs> yeah, man. Um, that was the obligatory suck up segment <laughs> in this break room. <laughs> now back to our regular program. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, my so I, like I said, I work primarily in the subway, and that that means anything on the platforms, in train cars, on train cars, in ads. Oh, I love the stuff you do inside so, the train cars. So, oh my god, I love that. But I love the ads the most. The ads are my oh, favorite yeah. always. And uh, yeah, so it's it's all free game down there, and it's just yeah, so. it's, a, it's your playground. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Very cool. All right, let's let, let's get down to the name. Sure. Ballistic. Yes. Yeah, you're talking about chemical warfare. Yes. Okay, so why the uh, rootin' tootin' Wild West <laughs> bullet inspired name? Um. I wish I could pinpoint like when you know it went off and I could I, that's that's my name like you know my bathtub eureka eureka moment uh, I honestly can't pinpoint when I thought of it I just um, it even came up before uh, when I worked in the subway with like historical imagery because um, I've been I've been I worked on the street with spray paint even before then um, and I came up with the name prior to when I worked with historical images, um, and then just through as mostly with things that I all my projects, I just kind of stumble into them. <laughs> Somehow yeah. it works. Um, You're not a gun nut. I am not a gun nut. No, absolutely not. No. That's good. Thank God. No. I was really worried. I was like, Gee, is, is she, she is she packing right now? I couldn't like I couldn't tell, but. Um, Okay, so I have an I have a question. Sure. Um, when you do your work, it's not at night; it's like broad daylight. Yeah. From what I remember, you telling me before, right? Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. So what? Like, tell me a little bit about that. Like, people ever stop you? Do like, and they're like, "Oh, well, she must she be, she looks like she belongs here doing that, so we're just gonna let her do it." Yeah. The the cool thing <laughs> about the, uh, the subway, it's like. Um, it's a whole other environment in the street, so it's night and day doesn't really matter. Uh, time of day doesn't really matter. It's seasons don't matter. It's like this. Um, yeah, it's its own subterranean. It's world. its own world. Yeah, it's its own environment. And what what you're looking for um, when you're putting up work is uh, foot traffic, cameras, who's around you. Um, you're looking for like when you get to your destination. Uh, you're looking for a nice lull. I mean, that's what I'm looking for. It's not, it's not too busy. There's, um, if you're on a platform, you're maybe waiting for the opposite platform to get busy, so it kind of drives attention away from the platform you're on. And um, you're kind of looking for a blind spot between cameras. Uh, 
you you really read people really well. I mean, I've been doing this for a couple of years, so you know if people around you would be down who's with it. Who's likely to say yeah. something or who's, who's likely, likely to actually clap. Exactly. You look right. like a narc. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Sorry, dude. Yeah. I'm waiting for the next train. Right. Yeah. So. I think this is really good for younger artists to not get in trouble. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. definitely advise. These are golden tips. These are good tips. Those are all yeah. good. Now what? Yeah, turn uh, it up. Do you <laughs> look like just like the tips of your hair. It's golden. Now. <laughs> do you work alone? Uh, I work alone uh, unless I'm doing a collaboration. So yes, I work primarily alone. So no lookouts, just you. Just That's me. what I meant when you're when you're installing pieces in the subway. Is what I meant. Yeah, just it's just me. And yeah. but it's do you use down there? Is it wheat paste or you use something else? Uh, I use uh, a spray adhesive. Perfect. Um, ah. It's quiet. It's lightweight. It fits in my bag. Um, it I have doesn't quicker. make you have paste all up your arms and right. running down the front of your shirt. Right. You yeah. could, you I mean, could it gets, still it gets go to work shoes, after yeah. <laughs> hitting up a couple of subway stops. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no yeah. one will know. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean. How, does, only... that, how does that affect the, the permanence of it? Oh, it's up. It's up. Um up until someone screws around with it. So it's up until someone tries to peel it down or, you know, um, until it's deliberately removed. But it's, I mean, it's up. Now, when when you're designing a piece, do you or do you care about the thickness of the paper? Do you, do you want it to be removed in one piece, knowing it's going to come down in a day or two? Um, so the paper I use is a straight-up printing paper that, you know, it's that you get at Staples. I mean, you could do this at home, which is exactly what I do. Um, when you you spray adhesive, um, it's basically like it's stronger than a sticker. It's it, I mean, it's up there. Um, so if you tried to peel it down, say after it's been up for a couple of minutes, you're gonna get like shards of paper. It doesn't come down in one big Got it. swoop. Yeah, it's not like rubber cement. Yeah, it's it's it, I mean, it's gonna really adhere, and the longer it's on, the stronger it's gonna get. But um, it's it's kind of it's kind of funny. Like if you go through like past subway stations you can kind of see the shards of my of my work in certain uh, in certain <laughs> Add ads certain the layers. yeah exactly audrey what was the the first time you saw jilly stuff out there oh gosh i don't know some of the ones that have struck me though are in places where i least expect them you hit one time in astoria i think at like 39th or 36th on the r train mm-hmm. somewhere there and it just was so random that when i walked out i was like wow because, again, most people put things in places where everybody always goes. So when you're somewhere and you see something like that, it just really pops. Awesome. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. Part, yeah, it's part of it. It's like this double take. And it's um, part of the environment, but also not part. It's just like this wonderful balance well, between the two. Well, and there's just now beginning to be some, but there's not a lot of street art in Astoria. So when you see a piece out there, it's kind of like, aha. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Now, one, one piece that I uh, made me feel something, because I'm a dog lover, was the dog in the gas mask. Yeah. There's like an old German shepherd. Huge, huge history of that, yeah. Tell Almost. me. Um, yeah, so uh, out in the field between donkeys, horses, dogs, sheep, goats, um, there's a huge history of designing masks for our four-legged friends. <laughs> um Louis uh, says hi, by the way. Oh, hi. <laughs> uh, it's my dog. Yeah. Cutie pie. Um, uh, 
so yeah there's so the history is of course um especially with horses and donkeys um they're more reliable in terms of transportation so you need your horse to survive and in that environment you think you have to take every precaution and one of them was designing masks for them or like with dogs it was uh medical help um messaging uh, like they were like the first text messages like you put the message in the dog and send the dog on its way and it knows where it's going not so inside the dog <laughs> <laughs> like a passenger pigeon cut it open yeah sorry Max a couple two tree notes in there <laughs> right, and put a mask on it and send it off <laughs> yeah well, let's clarify for our listeners <laughs> yeah, Julie Ballistic is an animal lover huge she will not <laughs> slice open a dog and stick yeah. in a pseudo text message <laughs> <laughs> do not email our editor thank you yeah. No yeah, animals should... were killed or harmed in the no. making of this podcast. No, they were they were very much loved. Nice. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so um, many masks were designed to fit around dogs and all sorts of animals. It's very interesting, and there's a huge documentation for that because uh, governments love to document all the things they do. So, what's your next <laughs> gas-masked animal that, that we expect to see on the streets? Uh, the the last one I did was a was it was a goat, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. It was a guy holding a, a, a baby goat, um, so that was a uh, nice find. But did you know, he look like Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> you know that picture yeah. of Jesus holding yeah, the, the yeah, lamb? Yeah, those little followers. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, <that'd> be <laughs> right now you're thinking. <laughs> okay, let's, let's sketch that out. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's one of the, the wonderful things about researching all of, through all this imagery is all the stuff that you find. So, and where do you find endless. your images? Ooh. Uh, ooh, yeah, there's. Um, Somebody had to go there, you know. Can't, of course, you, you can't. yeah. I'll tell you my secrets. Yeah, you can't tell, tell all, you all my secrets. Well, no, no I, mean, I can tell you. You can, you can be vague and random, but it's nice to know all. how you do sort some of you know how you how you look for things and what you're looking for. Sure. Well, it they're available to everyone. It's just public domain. Um, images either through libraries, doc- uh, digitalizing all of their um, files or government files that are available to the public. Um, there's uh, any any public domain library. Uh, there, it's just endless. There so are it's even hours of searching. It's it's not. It's I, I guess like there's keywords. Like I'll type in some keywords like children, gas mask, and a year or uh, like. You're on a list. Yeah, probably. The podcast no, is I, over. We didn't have a guest today. I'm very sorry and good night. They're like they're busting down the door now. Oh my god. <laughs> they're surrounding the house. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. But uh yeah, it's again it's a, it's everything that's already available and it's it really is it does seem endless because I've been doing this well over five or six years and I've never I felt like I've had to reproduce an image on the, on the subway. Audrey, who's the artist working that takes the public domain stuff? He's got a very uh, uh, it's a photo of a front of a railroad train. It's all over the street. Oh. I know what you're talking about. He does a sticker. I met him. He was super oh, nice. I cannot um, remember. And I, I asked him. He goes, and it's always like I, lions or something. Yeah. On Moving it. on. Yeah. We'll figure okay, it out. Never mind. Very <laughs> Good. We're lost. Sounds like two yeah. words. He's Another nice. Public domain type he has a face. So, so, Jilly, um, <laughs> getting away from the gas masks, sure. uh, some of the other work that you do down the subway is like notifications, like iPhone notifications. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. cool, too. That's a com- that, 
You would say you couldn't even like, you would think that two different artists were doing it because it's so different than your other work. Sure. So that's yeah. a totally different leg of, of uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it, again, it's just getting an idea and just like, just doing it. It's like this crazy idea of, hey, that would be a good idea. Let's do it. I um, love it because it's a yeah. notification. Like You're yeah. getting your message out <laughs> through that in a digital world. Right. But I, I love it. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's, um, uh, again, it, it's it's just like this idea, like, why can't I also respond to this ad, this ridiculous film or this, like, sexist bullshit that they're just, or whatever the case may be, yeah. um, with something that we all can Oh, I love the under, people that yeah. play with the ads because I don't think anybody in the world really realizes how we're saturated with ads in the city. Right. right. So it's one of the best things ever when you go to town on all over the ads. It's definitely fun. And there's definitely it's definitely seasonal. I noticed during the summer there's more like really shitty ads. But it's, so, oh, yeah. so was there a point in your life where you were like, fuck this, I want to start – putting images up in the subway like what was that aha moment for you where you were just like i've had enough of this shit i want i want my voice to be heard on some stuff that i want people to to be notified of or or, so when was that you think um so maybe eight or ten years ago uh like i said like real quick i just brought up that i was on the street spray painting stuff and um i'm a huge like literary nerd and i was spray painting fiction and um, on objects. So it, it became like an installation art on the street. But um, it, it just dawned on me, literally it just dawned on me, I could just work in the subway all hours of the day, no matter the season. And um, when I wanted to work in the subway, I'm like, you know what, I, 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 don't, I didn't feel comfortable using spray paint. I wanted to use something faster. So I kind of like adjusted Right. The medium I worked with, and I wanted to have fun with it. I still wanted like to do something creative, so I f- just thought of, okay, why don't I just like paste shit down there? Fuck it, you know. There it is. And I'm like, okay, I just kind of over the months and over the years, I was just like, just playing with it, playing with mediums, playing with images. What do I want to? What do I want to work with? And um, there was this balance between what I wanted to work with and also how the public responded. And when I was putting up, when I started to do the gas mask project, people were just like floored. They couldn't, it was just like instant, like this, this signature style. Yeah. Um, it uh, blew up. Yeah. It just kind of just happened. And ballistically. This, <laughs> ah, okay. So it was just this wonderful there you go, balance Ronnie. to find between having fun with Shaking what you're doing. Shaking his head. Sorry. <laughs> But then, shh. how not to force in? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it just became this wonderful balance of like having a great time. People enjoy it. There's a message. It's political. It's of the time. It's it's yep. selfish. So let me go back to you were saying you're you're a literature nerd. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think you're a big fan of like Bukowski, right? Yes, that, huge. Yeah. Yeah. You even yeah. got. Don't you have some of this stuff like tied on? Um, I am going to get a Bukowski quote texted on me. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, I think he's a fantastic poet. I, I really dig his poetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, big time. That's awesome. So yeah. what, um, besides besides the literature end of, of the arts, 
you're also a big music fan also, such as myself. I know we've had this talk before. Who are you listening to nowadays? Um, man. Um, I forget who, who you used to listen to a lot. Um, what was the guy's name? Um, Ty Siegel. I remember Ty we had Siegel, that one. yeah. Yeah, he's... Uh, still up there on the yeah. list? He's, yeah, he's still up there because like, I admire that he comes up with like an album every year. He's just like prolific in his creation. And he's also... Like, That's hard to do, and they're good. Yeah, Each, Every single one of them is good. Yeah, every album is just like very unique. And so I admire that, that he's like... Oh, you know, he's inspired by another album. It, 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 it like produces his work, and it's like, it's wonderful. Um, uh, I'm just a sucker for any type of like old school blues and delta blues and jazz and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's go. Yeah. Now. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Somebody just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I got into that uh, through a newer band, the Black Keys. Yeah, man. And yeah. then I read about who their influences were and went back and I yeah. learned about Junior Kimbrough yes. and, uh, you know, Muddy Waters and really listened were, to some of the good, good old stuff that every band we know is influenced by. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Black Keys were originally on Fat Possum, which with R.L. Burnside, who is huge, oh, love, yeah. huge yeah. influence. He's just, he's like, like he definitely, R.L. bridged the gap between like the like old blues and new blues. Right, was a huge was, hero for me. When I was courting Erica, uh, one of the <laughs> she's shaking her head. You, it, it was it was music. <laughs> the word it was, courting. It was, it was, it was <laughs> she's thinking what? Sister wives? What? I played I played an R.L. Burnside album, and she's like, "This isn't bad." And that must have meant wow. everything else that I was listening to was bad at the time. <laughs> but I, I took it and noted it at the time. Yeah, she's a saint. Audrey, she's like a blues? saint. Oh, I know it. Oh, I love blues, but I like a lot of Dixieland, a lot of New Orleans stuff. Cool. Um, yeah. JPO blues. Yeah, I, I think That's it gets no. I think it gets boring after a while. I'm just being honest with you. I like <laughs> cool. blues, and it just gets yeah, boring. I like variety. Mm-hmm. I got the blues. I mean, how much blues can you have? Well, I mean, I go through some people ups lifetime. and downs. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. How, how about I just saw Walk Hard again for like <laughs> <laughs> the first couple of times. Have you comedy. Have you seen it? Uh, it's on Netflix now. Yeah, I know. That's why I saw it again. I was like, oh, fuck it. Let me watch this again. <laughs> but yeah, but in the beginning, you know, he, yeah, he, you remember when he first picked, oh, you haven't seen I have it? I not seen it. Oh, you need to see it. Because there's a part when he's like 10 years old and he, yeah. and he, and he figures out, like he goes to this like, I don't know where he goes, but there's these two dudes playing a guitar and they're singing the blues and he's like, oh my God, his brother... I don't want to ruin it for you, but he chops his brother in half. That's not going to ruin much. Not ruin but it, but it is he chops him right in half with his machete in the beginning of the movie. Like when he's like eight years old, they're playing around. It's just like, oh my God, I just chopped you in half. When we planned out this podcast, the segment was not called JPO Talks Machete. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, yeah. So he's 10 years old, and the funny part is he starts like playing the guitar, like. Like amazing blues, and he starts singing in a really low voice at ten years. I got the blues. I'm like, come on, man, that's ridiculous. But that's that's I don't know. Anyway, what else are you listening to? Yes, back to um, that. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Um, what else am I listening to? Guilty pleasure when you're listening to it. When you're alone, you put it on. You you're in happy. The no is around. In sync. I knew it. In I sync. knew it was in sync my, my too. Guilty pleasure music. Yeah. yeah. Michael yeah. Bublé. Yeah. What is it? Oh, mine's Abba. I'll tell you mine. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I've, I've, I've 
Just the first thing I listened to this morning was Prince. So that oh, was that works. Like, yeah. But that's, that's not, not, you don't have to be guilty that's about that. Really. Exactly. That's acceptable by society. Yeah, I got to see him a couple of years ago, thank God. Oh, Man, what a him. great show, too. Fuck. He's like, I don't know, 137 years old and <laughs> dancing up there. Yeah. Like moving around. Tall. Yeah, four feet, whatever Staggering he is. Staggering four feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. Um, right, let's get back to art. Yeah. yeah let's do one it. of your recent collaborators is one of our neighbors, lives in the neighborhood. Yes. Uh, used to run with a guy called Basquiat. Who? Bob Diaz. <laughs> no, but Bob, I've never heard Basquiat before. Who is he? Joking. Anyway, so moving Al on. Diaz. Al Diaz. Al Diaz. Talk to us, talk to our listeners about text. Sure. And how that wasn't what you were doing underground. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Uh, well, with, with text, like with the, those faux electronic pop-ups is text. But um, I never uh, uh, combined... Um, my historical imagery with text before. Um, and it just clicks with Al. Yeah, he's... How'd you guys meet? Uh, it was a couple of years ago. It was through a friend, totally random. Um, he was at a movie screening. I was at that screening. Uh, we were just introduced, like, oh, this is, this is Al. He works in the subway. It was, like, just, like, really, like... Like, this is Al. I'm like, hey, cool. What do you do? And he would show me his work. And I'm like, I showed him my work, and uh, it, it it just I, it was this one of those very quick introductions. But like, maybe we should work together. We're both down there. Let's do it. Did and you know his history when you met him? No. Yeah. No, oh, that no, must have been an interesting so cool. awakening. Yeah. That is a cool like, way to meet yeah. somebody. Oh, Where yeah. did you learn before or after the piece went up? Um, it was. Uh, it was. It wasn't something that like, like I was like starstruck with because the way I met him was like he's like oh, this, here's some awesome dude who wants to work in the subway. And I'm like yeah, I'm, let's do it. This is great. There's, let's build. Let's build something, you know. And um, then I found out okay, he has a huge history in New York City and graffiti. And I'm like, awesome. That's yeah. great. That's another perk. Great. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, but you know, working with Al, it's just like, it's it's very. Um, I don't know how you put this. It's effortless. Effortless, yeah, yeah. It's just like he'll come up with um, with an idea or a phrase that he's working on. He'll shoot it to me, and I'll shoot back three or four images, and then we'll just kind of like whittle it down. And um, then when we ha- when Al's got his phrase and um, I've got and he makes it, he'll tell me the dim- the dimensions, and I'll print out the piece that I have the in a you know where it's like. Um, where it matches, you know, dimension-wise. And then we're just like, okay, what, what station you, you want to work in? And it's just, just picking a station. And then uh, we get to the station, and then we narrow it down even further. What wall do you want? And, it, like, we kind of work together. Like, where do you think this, this piece will look really well? And it's, it's, um, it's, again, having fun. It's almost like shopping but better. It's, like, yeah, it's, it's a like, great day out yeah, with a friend. It's a great day out with a friend. Yeah, it's like you're you got a great message. Um and it's just what, what I I remember the first piece I put up with Al was uh, I think it was Broadway Lafayette off the 6 BDFM 6 and it's a really uh heavy foot traffic 
station. I don't know why our oh, first yeah. one together was like, there's like only six trains and it's constantly full of people. Not a big deal. <laughs> um, but I remember, uh, yeah, it's all coming back to me now. Uh, I remember holding my piece and he's holding his, his, uh, his piece and we didn't say anything to each other. Really? We had the wall. We had the wall that we wanted to paste. And we were like, we didn't say anything about like Where? when was a good time to, oh. to like unravel the piece and use the spray adhesive, all that stuff. Like we just looked at each other. We're like, we knew the right time when to like to paste this on the wall, which is like this crazy. Both like, are professionals. Yeah, yeah. It's like we kind of had this really weird understanding. Yeah. So that was like super cool. And a duet. Yeah. It was like this really interesting, uh, I guess, because we both understood the subway. Like we were, we were. Is it possible you might have been separated at birth from the twins? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, we do. I don't know like, how no, old Al is, but no. <laughs> no. All right. Yeah, yeah. And I remember that. It's just like we knew the right time, and that, that that's and that, from that from that first time, like we knew that we could like work together whenever it just it just clicked, which was great. Yeah, and it really it really uh, caught a lot of people's attention. You working with him, it was even in a book to create. Yeah. Uh, by Yoav, Yoav Lippin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, available on Amazon. Yes. You're welcome, Yoav. <laughs> <laughs> Yoav's yeah. a good friend of us now on the West Coast, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah. Is he the contributor that I haven't met? Yes. He hasn't Hello. been here. Hello, Yoav. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Um, how, yeah. Is it, how, how does it feel being in, in yeah. a book? Yeah. Uh, well, you're in the same book. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm in there with Zimad. <laughs> Yeah, but let's talk about you uh, being in the book. It's it's pretty incredible because you don't. Uh, well, I, I certainly didn't plan on um, being recorded either on film, like with with the Dega Boys, or in right. Joab's book, which is um, uh, both of his books. One being to create. Uh, it's just, um, it's this wonderful, wonderful honor that it's knowing yeah. that my work isn't going to be around for very long, either like literally not going to be around right. for very long. And then it's part of this New York history, yeah. which means a hell of a lot as a New Yorker. Do you so. think in the beginning you, you want to stay less documented more than you do now? Or did you always want to be documented, I guess, and, and to keep that history of what you did? Or, or were you more like in the moment kind of, okay, it's there. If you missed it, then you're shit out of luck. Kind yeah. of thing. What um, do you think? Um, I guess I never, I personally love documenting it. Like okay. after I put up my work and I, I would take a photo, which I still do just with my phone. I have no yep. special camera. Um, uh, once I, once the work is out of my hands, literally and on the wall, what happens to it happens to it. You know, it's like, yep. it's like, you're, that's part of the whole game. Yeah. You got to just let, like, let it go, you know, like let it. But sometimes that's wonderful because pieces will fade away and, the image yeah. looks even better after it's been up for a while. Oh man, yeah, it's great. It's What's beautiful. New York gets Says on? The photographer. Yeah. <laughs> always, always, always framing them. I love yeah. how New York naturally eats art. You know um, what I mean? Yeah, it's, everything in New York has a shelf life. Yeah, but it, yeah. but it, it shows you like kind of like the underneath and under. I, I don't know the the layers of history that New York has shows in street art. It's oh, very much so. Yeah. yeah. It's gorgeous. Uh, this is a very photogenic city. So New Yorker, born, raised? Born and raised in Brooklyn. 
Cool. Yeah. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. Will you say what high school you went to? Murrow. Edward R. Murrow. Oh, with your free periods. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I hate yeah, Murrow people. JPO, let me get you up to speed. Yes. Do Edward it. R. Murrow yeah. High School in Brooklyn. I think you had to test in there. You had to good, have good grades. It wasn't just a zone school, right? It was. It's the, it's the nerdiest, artiest high school you can go to. Yeah. So uh, they would have these uh, free periods in the middle of the day. Oh. Just to do whatever, like to take a walk to McDonald's or to go and you know go home and nap or whatever. I, I wish I had that. I was the biggest BS I had ever heard in my life. I went to Brooklyn Tech. <laughs> oh, night. That's still I, great. Fifteen periods Very a day, <laughs> no time off for anything. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's All right, cool. Brooklyn rant over. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how how was it uh, growing up in New York and seeing? What was going on in the streets at that time? Was that an influence? Like at a very sure. young age, even that? Yeah? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I tell people, I mean, I lived in New York my whole life, but I feel like I've never lived in the same city twice because it changes so quickly. Yeah. Um, That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. It just, it's, it feels like a new city every six months because um, even more so now. Um, but yeah, uh, um, I mean, graffiti was always uh, in my life. Uh, either on the trains or in my neighborhood, and I grew up in Canarsie. So on the um, L train, all yeah, the way off the L, yeah. And there was a, a huge change in street art with uh, the city being "quote unquote" cleaned up, and how it was cleaned up. Um, but yeah, I never thought, I never thought twice. Like I, I, I always thought like I could do graffiti and also do street art. It was just like yeah, because this is New York. Like of course I can do it. I can it's part it. of the gig. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What was your first tag? Ooh. Um, I probably wrote <coughs> some, like, I probably wrote on, like, some sofa, like some, some sort of literature or something. I don't know. I don't even remember. I, I don't remember the first You're poetic. tag. You're poetic. Yeah. Poetic yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> just, just, just slap me now. Was it, <laughs> like, was it a poem about bed bugs? <laughs> <laughs> Every yeah. New Yorker has written <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah it had to be probably something on some like piece of trash which which I really like to do because I could do it in the middle of the day and it was like this well, and, yeah. and it's okay yeah. Please, and no one gave a plus, shit plus if yeah. people roll up on you writing on trash what can they really do exactly seriously yeah, so it was and like who's nice. rolling up on somebody writing on trash do you think <laughs> oh I'm gonna leave this person alone they seem right. a little off <laughs> yeah you know exactly yeah <laughs> this guy's writing on trash and talking to yeah. animals that aren't there <laughs> I don't know Stupid fucking so. <laughs> so, yeah. Street philosophy. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. So who was one of the first people on the street that you recognized growing up? Like, before you called it street art, before you called it whatever. Yeah. Who Like, local, not local, famous, not famous. Who was it? Someone that caught your eye. Um, ah, God. Before I, like, started to, like, memorize names and like uh, remember like tags and stuff um I, you know I was a late bloomer when it came to you know street art and graffiti and just like following it as a movement how massive the culture is and I probably didn't follow it or start to memorize like artists and their and their style until I was in like well in, uh, into you know adulthood mm -hmm. so I kind of yeah um but, um, 
Man. First person you saw up there, first person you saw, whoa, they got some officer. Oh my God, look at that war. Like, look at that talent. Something that yeah. I wasn't doing that, you know, that inspired yeah. you or made you notice them at the time. Who was it? Uh, well, I mean, it's kind of, which is in the news right now, which was five points, that whole NECA, taking the train, always being always on the train and just seeing it. In yeah, the rolling by on that the was, seven. Yeah, that it used was to be the best part of it. Everything. Absolutely. That's global news. That's amazing. It's global news. Yeah, like, five like that's. Points. Yeah. It was. Um, yeah, learning about just the styles, just like seeing. I mean, you just absorb it just subconsciously. You don't even like know that you're like taking in all these so, these names and these styles and these colors and like yeah. that was like that was a big thing. Just um, especially as it faded away on the subway when it was. There was less and less on the subway, but it was more, uh, you know, Five Points really stood out and Queens really stood out, like the rooftops, because the seven is open air, you know. Um, so that was like, uh, that was always such a relief to see <laughs> that, like, that part well, of think New York's still around. Think about that for a second right there. For cities that don't have elevated trains or, or bridges or, you know, things like that, rooftops, there is no game in those cities. Mm. No, that's the same way. No, in this city, we we have three or four elevated lines. One that runs for two hundred blocks uptown. Every rooftop there is valuable real estate. Mm -hmm. It's like the crazy real estate we have down here, and then everything that's you know thirty stories up. Yeah, cool stuff. Yeah. So your dream collaboration? Any artist? Oh, that's crazy. Um, uh, I think any uh, any. I'd love to work in film or any type of, um, I don't know, just something that would, uh, I guess, kind of not push what, I, I guess, push what I do, but somehow also blend it together. I mean, I don't know. All right, it's, I accept. Yeah. Gas mask on a beard is going to be tough, but I think we should be able to work it out. Sure. Um, we'll make it happen. All about the suction. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Um, so, um, question for you. I know that, I mean, we did a couple canvas pieces, but you don't usually like to show your work as an artist in galleries or anything like that. You want yeah, to keep it all always kind of in the street. You don't want to take that route of making money and, and off of your work and, and all that stuff. So what made you make that call, I guess? Because uh, there are other artists that don't like showing their work they just want to do what they do sure. out in the street and yeah, that's totally. it that's all you yeah. get i think um again it was just like this unique opportunity um yeah i mean i don't usually work with canvas so i was like you know what let's see what happens you know i don't usually get to work with text in the subway so let's see what happens when i work the L. so it was just like um working with other artists who work in new york and that experience and just opening um, opening my horizons and just trying to create something. Let's see what happens between the two of us. You know, who knows? And let's like let's put it out there and see how New York responds to it, you know, or the world responds to it. And it's, um, you know, I, I think collaborations are a huge, wonderful importance in, in terms of creating stuff. Not you know, just just to see what happens. Have you been approached by companies that see your work down the subway and actually want to use your work for an ad, like an official ad? Yeah. Really? It's, it's weird. It's weird to get those. It's like a couple of years ago, like I think like Fallout Boy emailed me or something. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I, that, like, that's yeah, on your playlist, weird. so don't say uh, no, yeah. no. Come on. Guilty pleasures. <laughs> we finally got the guilty pleasures. After Prince no, was... came Fallout Boy. <laughs> 
And then probably, I don't know. Please tell the business-minded guy at the table that you responded and actually did something with them. No, I didn't. No. Didn't even respond? No, I, I don't think I did. No. I don't think I even responded. Yeah, sorry, man. Wow. My, wow. Mic drop. <laughs> I don't need um, any of that shit. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, there was also... Yeah, I mean, every now and then I'll get some random shit from... And then you have to tell them. It's like, I, you know, this is not commissioned work. Do you realize that? And they're like... Um, but I don't know. Um, I don't... Yeah, it's usually very random when a, something official like comes across my desk. I mean, er, yeah, there'll be like gallery offers, and um, I only take like gallery work if like um, if a, if like a friend of mine is actually doing it, and they're they, they need like additional artists, and so yeah. I mean, it's, it's rare when I do I offer a piece at a gallery, but there's usually some significance behind it. Yeah, because you did a piece with BD where you did you did the text for for his image that I used out in the street too, right? Yeah, the uh, yeah I collaborated with uh, BD White. Also, a couple of couple of years ago, uh, yeah. that was that was on the street. Um, I remember those. Yeah, and then he transitioned to uh, gallery work, so he kept the text and the imagery and kind of like, uh, you know, he like shined it up, put a frame around it. Yeah. yeah. So forgive the uh, the gun reference, but are you a shoot first, ask questions later type of artist when it comes to collaborations? Like you'll roll the dice and see if anything works. Um. It kind of it kind of starts with like uh, knowing uh, knowing their style, and then either meeting them in person or just talking with them, and you kind of got to get get a sense of like the, how you are just talking and communicating with each other. If that kind of clicks, then like maybe working together kind of clicks. Um, it's yeah. It, it, I don't know how to like really phrase it in, into words, but you kind of get a sense like, okay, this might work. And um, if if you can like communicate, and it's like easy, it, there's no like headbutting, there's no ego, there's like it's simply like trying to find middle ground, and I think that's that's a good sign. Did you ever have a bad experience collaborating? Um, I think the worst is when like you really hope something happens and then it falls through. That's the worst, but. That, that to me is the worst because like shit we had an opportunity it fell through because we either were both busy or like something happens I kind of I hate missing opportunities that, that to me is the worst shit yeah I remember when we were doing our, our collabs like you'd come over to the studio and you just had these images I, I had some pre pre uh pre-painted canvases and yeah. all of a sudden the images just like work just like magic and I remember yeah. the first one we did we, we stood back and we were like wow like <laughs> that was like Meant to be there almost. I don't yeah. know. It just I think it just clicks with artists sometimes with their collaborations. Their styles just kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Go together. Yeah. It, so. it was. Um, yeah. That was that was that was nuts. Uh, having like you're like here I have these canvases, but they're n- and you felt as an artist they weren't complete and you didn't know how. Right. Like you didn't know what to do with them. And then I'm like, we didn't plan it at all. I just had some shit in my bag, and it's kind of like the same thing with scouting in the subway. It's like this piece was just right for that. Right. area that spot and it, like you know they found each other i don't know i can't explain it, it just yeah. happens yeah. audrey's working on a uh i'm sorry bike girl is working on a very cool collab with jeff enriquez that i uh, he's one of several yeah i stole a little glimpse of it the other day 
He sent me some teaser photos. It I looks will amazing. Say nothing. I will betray no confidences other than to say that I want it. Huh? And uh, <laughs> you might have a bidding war on your hands already for it. It is dope. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, I photographed. So a lot of my photographs that have nothing to do with street art, just street photographs, I've mm-hmm. given to various people to paint on. Cool. Print them on canvas, and they're doing different paintings on them. That's great. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Damn. Yeah. So, uh, do you have anything planned coming up? That's that's a, a good question for you. Or is um, it just kind of you're just going by the seat of your pants? Yeah, that's that's kind of what I do. That's kind of like how how I roll mostly. Uh, um, that's your philosophy. That is my philosophy. Just just go with it and see. See what happens where it takes you, and when that's done, move on to the next thing. Now so, have right? You, <laughs> yeah. Have you done work outside of New York and other cities? Yeah. Um, I've been fortunate to like hit the West Coast a couple of times. Um, I've been able to do like some art swaps where I'll send some stuff overseas, and they'll put it up for me, and I'll put their work up up here. Yeah. Um, you know, there's I've got work in Germany and Australia and. A, a bunch of other countries, which is fantastic. But um, hopefully this year I'll be able to like head out there myself. So and does if it I do, last longer out there? Do you know? Yeah, it does. It yeah. lasts longer out All right, there. Top five cities. Go. Can <laughs> I want to hit five? Um. Uh, okay. Well, I do want to hit Berlin. Um, I do want to uh, hit somewhere in South America, Mexico. Um, clearly, these are not cities. <laughs> Mexico City. <laughs> Doesn't um, matter. Three more places. Mexico's also Central America. Yeah. <laughs> or actually, it's North America. So, well, South yeah. America. Yeah. South yeah. of the United States, yes. she's going. Yes. Got it. Um, you got to hit, like, the traditional places. We'd love to hit, of course. You know, you want to do Paris. Anyone with a good um, a metro, of course. Um, yeah. When I hit... Oh, Paris what? would be classic, wouldn't it? Of course, yeah. The underground. Yeah, any, the any, any anything with the, with the public transit, I have to... You know, when I was in San Francisco last year or year before that, this hitting their subway. It's such a, like, every city has Bart. its own. I yeah, the, the bar. I think the monorail at Epcot would be an epic. <laughs> oh, that would be a fun one. That, that would be, be cool. You should do that awesome. at, like, at, yeah. at airports. You should you know, just hit the trams up at the airports that have them. The monorail that, at uh, Atlanta Hartsfield? That huge yes. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And the there one in... in uh, in Denver. And then there's D- yes. one in Seattle that's Seattle Lake yes. Union Transit. Phoenix Slot. Tram. Yeah, okay. I think so, you might, I think you so can many wonderful opportunities. This is real, this is real tram is. talk, guys. This is artist business development with social tram- media. Uh, transit porn. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there one that goes up the side of the Matterhorn or something like that? You never know. You never know. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Sandy City with uh, public transit is, is it's fair game. And it's it's... It's it's cool to like adjust your style because there were different challenges when I hit up the Bart, for example, which was it was just incredibly windy and a lot of it was outdoors, but it, like it was a nice uh, challenge. And when when a piece went up, I was just like, wow, okay, I, I get this place now. Like I get it. I can I can continue doing it. So and it felt so I felt even more comfortable in in that city after putting up work. So for our listeners that aren't uh, lucky enough to see one of your pieces live before it gets ripped down, mm-hmm. uh, why don't you take a second, please, and uh, you know rattle off your feeds and sites and where people can check out your work. Sure. Um, 
pretty much any social media. Just search Jillie Ballistic. There's two words or one word. I'm on, I'm on the Twitter. I'm on the Facebook. I'm on the Internet. I'm on the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Can't keep those kids off the Twitter. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, if you're curious, just, just search Jillie Ballistic on your, on your phone. What is your preferred DM platform to ignore? <laughs> <laughs> uh, to ignore? Um, what do you never reply to? What platform should we never reach out to you on? There's always one. Uh, er, um, I think I, I'm on Flickr. I, I don't really reply to any Flickr mail. Okay. So um, Do not reach out on Flickr. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Or uh, smoke signals are really hard. Anything coming up? Any, uh, any collabs to tease or um, uh, fun um, work? Shit. Interesting topics? Uh, fuck. Damn it. Um, uh, so far, uh, this is, I don't know, February. Uh, it's hard. There's, there's nothing in the works yet, but um, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, next week I could have another piece with Al up, but I don't know yet. What so about we'll taking see. your work three-dimensional? Ever think about uh, that? 3D printing. Yeah, it's a thing. Well, either 3D printing or taking either like, I don't know. I'm just thinking, oh, like, sure. a mannequin a or, or something. or, or <laughs> so, A bearded model. Yeah. Putting yeah. gas mask on it. I don't know. Anyway, it's just a thought. It's all, it's all stuff. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. is. Yeah, we done. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Jilly, thank you so much for, for coming out today and yeah, taking great, the time and telling us and our listeners a little bit more about yourself and your history and all things are in the ballistic world. Thanks, man. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. We'll see you underground. Yes, I will be there. I'll be there Monday. There'll be a piece up on Monday. Ooh. This, yeah. Oh. So. Give us a little clue. Uh, oh, it's, oh, sorry. It's President's Day on Monday. Um, so Subway's running on a Saturday. Schedule. Well, now, this is, now hold on. <laughs> this this episode is not going to go up for another week or so. Oh, shit. I'm just okay. letting you guys True. know. I'm letting right. our listeners know, too. We, we you know. The train has left the station. Uh, okay. Well, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. It'll be a surprise. There's, there's, there's plenty of work out there. It's coming up. Check her Instagram. Yes. Thank you very much, Jilly. Thanks, Thank you, guys. Jilly. See ya. <laughs>